Today I chose not to let anything win, but my drive to get me to the top. What it do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, we look, I can't even announce this the regular way because I have so it's not that often you know people since you've been like eight, nine, seven. But today we got Miss Erin Nicole, branding expert, business lady, all of that. And she's gonna tell us about the other part too. We, we just talked about we arguing with her and stuff, but other than that, look. <laughs> How you doing today, Ms. Air? I am doing great. How are you? Look, I am awesome. I want to say thank you for taking some time out the schedule. Uh, I know it's a lot going on. You're dying in the triple D and it's cracking like chap lips. So I want to say thank you for taking some time out of the busy schedule. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Look, before we jump into things, uh, it's been so much going on with this pandemic. Uh, a lot of people say we may be turning the corner. We just dropped these masks. But even without all of that, how have you been doing and staying safe out here? And just doing the normal things, wearing my mask daily, um, hand sanitizer everywhere I go. If I don't have to go anywhere, I normally stay home and just social distances. Just doing the main simple things that they ask us to do is what, you know, help. <laughs> Mm, just trying to stay safe out here, cause I'm telling trying you, trying to stay safe. Man, I was even looking at the um, looking at I think it was a football, a baseball team the other day, and so they even had vaccinations, and I want to say about eight of them caught COVID, uh, even after oh. the vaccination. So you know, hey, but I, I think they too saying you know watch their travel because there's so many variants of it. Out right. There. So, yeah. Right. So I mean, exactly. thank you. I understand totally. Uh, so getting into things. Before we go further, I want you to give us some background on you. And a lot of people may know you from the stylist because mm -hmm. you were popping. Fast right. forward, like you say, five years later, business <laughs> woman, branding, you, you do it all. So talk to us a little bit about that transition and what you got going on now. Uh, that transition um, for me was easy. I was tired of doing hair. I knew I wanted something different. I ended up moving into auto insurance that's something that i do on my nine to five but i start branding myself because i've always loved entertainment always love film basically anything entertainment like it, you pretty much have have me i love it that much so i had the opportunity to volunteer my services and work behind the scenes on films and stage plays and it brought me to where i am now which is my own business under a nicole entertainment management group where I assist writers, producers with events, planning their production, um, and working on all those things. There are a couple movies out that I've worked behind that's about to come out. We're about to do some premieres. So it's been busy for me and I really and truly enjoy it. So I kind of want to move into doing it solely full time. Solely full time. And it's all about having that courage to take that leap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Hey, I'm, hey, I'm about 85% ready. Hey, that's it. Right. That's it. Some people is only 10. Right. Yeah, 85% ready. And so I, I know uh, when you think of the entertainment, uh, you all had a play, or what was it that you came down to the city and did? Uh, we did a premiere for the movie Love and Drugs 2 that is written by DeMarcus, DeMarcus Bailey. 
You can mm-hmm. find that on Tubi, Amazon Prime. So we did a multi-city tour. We did Houston, of course, the hometown Shreveport. We did Dallas, Man. and we also did Atlanta. Man, okay. And so then, A. Nicole Management Group. Mm-hmm. Wow. Man, you know we're from Shreveport. Fourth Street. Shreveport. Passman Street. Fifteen thirty-nine apartment B. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, I, I, I just I'm so proud, you know, to hear. And, and the thing is, it, it's easy for us to like just work that nine to five. But coming from where we from, and just saying we're gonna take that leap in the in the city, you right. know, and it's all to to make it better, and then go back home and feed everybody at the house, you know. Right, right. And that's it. So just jumping into things, I know a lot of companies are that struggle with like branding. Uh, with the cross promotion and even the matching of the social media, so how does your uh, company like help that with the branding, and why is that so important for new businesses? It's very important for new businesses. Um, I feel like everyone should know who their target audience is, because that's how you know who you're going to reach and how to format your business to be able to potentially reach your target. Um, some of the things that I do when it comes to social media branding, I do what's called a social media audit. Means I go on all social media sites and I look to see your business. Are you the only one operating with that business name? If someone else has it, is is it a legit business or has somebody taken your information and made a fake account to try to, you know, get customers or sway your audience that way and make you potentially lose out? On businesses and branding yourself. So th- those are some of the things that I do. Um, I'll help set up your pages where they automatically post content. And if I have to go in and edit or add content, um, I do that. Basically, whatever your needs are for social media, that is what I do. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I tell all my friends, the goal is for me to post 100 times per day. Now, I probably won't ever get close, but uh, <laughs> just let you know, if you see 10 of them, I ain't done yet. You know, so, <laughs> that's what, you know, just keep going, hit them at the right time, morning, noon, night. Cause I mean, think about it. When we get when you get up in the morning, the majority of us, what's the first thing we do? We grab our phone. We might sit on the bed, wherever else you might sit in, <laughs> read. So that's when your audience try to hit it during that time. Most people at work there taking break normally, 11, 12, 1 o'clock, try to hit in mm-hmm. those areas, and then at night, um, everybody is on social media, they're stroke, you know, scrolling and doing Mm-hmm. What they ain't supposed to do besides work, yeah. though, make use of their time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me go and put this out there real quick. <laughs> a part of that promotion uh, is also network. Uh, and so <laughs> I've done a few uh, online mixes and events, but now that the world is opening up, um, it's time to start doing stuff in person. And so you have something coming up uh, that you've been planning since December for July. Talk to us about that. And why did you even uh, want to put this together? Um, so what helped me want to put this event together, what it's called is a industry networking um, mixer. This event is geared towards the entertainment business. Anyone that's in the industry that wants to become a part of the industry, um, come out, get information. I have several panel speakers that will speak on their specific profession and give you insight. And also just a couple performances. So it is something that I've been putting together since December. Um, During the premiere um, or the tour for Love and Drugs is when I felt like I saw a need. 
for this because there are so many people in the industry that wear many hats and you don't even know it. Like, okay, I know you from acting, but you do X, Y, and Z. Why don't I know that? So now it's time. I feel everyone should just bridge the gap, get to know each other again, learn what that person does so that you can network, maybe use that person's services, come together as a community, put more content out. I just feel it's so important. Um, just for instance, like one of my performers for my event, I reached out to them to perform, to sing, but they do several other things. And I'm like, I didn't know. So it's about having an event to get out and let people know what you do, who you are, and what you have available. Because you never know when somebody can use you, you can use them. So that's why I feel it's so important that the industry, it needs that camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, Man, just really, really getting it out there. And so as you set up your business, what was like one of the most difficult or challenging pieces of it, of just getting setting up, starting from zero to where you are now? For me, it was the fear. Um, I was afraid. I was afraid of failing. I also was afraid of what other people would think because I've had people that told me, you might not need to do this in the industry. You might need to sit down and focus on one thing. So you're like, dang, you know, it kind of stings when people that you're close to tell you things like that. But once I got out of my own head and I got out of my own space and jumped and actually did it, it's been moving forward and I can see where it's going and it's just so exciting. So the one thing is just having confidence in yourself and getting out and just doing it and trusting that you can do it. Cause I feel like if it's something that if you go to sleep and you're thinking about it and you wake up and you're thinking about it, that's what you're supposed to be doing. And so that's how I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And man. that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I love it, man. Because, um, that fear will hold you. <laughs> I, I remember uh, when I wanted to start doing this, I, I, I started um, in 2019, but I thought about it. I want to say a year before then, I just think about it every day, think about it. Um, and I was always afraid of like, I don't know what to do. Like, how would I look? What would people say? And one day I just said, man, look, it is what it is. And just went, right? But you got to take that leap. Right. Man, so what, what, was some, what do you tell yourself? Like, how did you get out your head? Oh, man. <laughs> it was so many things. Because at that time, I was kind of in a in a space where mentally I wasn't okay. So <laughs> some things I started doing personally is just, I did a vision board. <laughs> at the end of the year, I did a vision board. Everything that I wanted personally for myself and everything that I wanted for my business. And I just get up in the morning and I look at that vision board and I just speak positive affirmations over it. And that just helped me get out of my mind. Like, okay, it took away the negative thoughts and brought in more positive thoughts. And the more positive that I was on, the more better I felt about moving forward with everything that I have to do, especially in this event. Because at first I was scared. I'm like, oh, Lord, like. Oh, I don't know what are people going to think, what's going to happen, what the outcome is like. And now I don't necessarily say I don't care what the outcome is. But however, I feel like whoever is there, whoever gets the information, that's who's it. You know, that's who it's for. And even within that, I'm just happy and so excited. So it's just about, like I said, basically just building that confidence within myself yeah. to yeah. know that I can do it. And what's the name of the event? One more time. 
a industry networking mixer. And so did you have this plan? Uh, you think about it, you planned this before the pandemic was really at the stages that now we still got like July. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you have to go back and kind of switch up some things that you already had planned to accommodate? Because probably people going to be in there and excuse my French, but I always say it, naked head. So now they're going <laughs> to be in that naked head and they're going to be right. walking around. So uh, what, do you have to change anything? Oh, no, I didn't have to change or I don't have to change anything because the way I was planning, it was still based on what the COVID situation was at the time. So I know where the venue is, Chocolate Lounge exclusive. I know they can only fit so many people in. So that's who will be there. We'll still be practicing social distancing, masks, hand sanitizers everywhere. Um, if you're sick, please do not come. Uh, <laughs> so we're still doing um, everything because I think I don't know if Texas is still at 75% or if it'll, mm -hmm. or, or if we're fully open, but. Oh, oh, we, we 100. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, we 100. Okay. Like, so, <laughs> so yeah, hey. so as long as those things, sick, stay home is the key yeah. um, Man, to not passing it. it to nobody. <laughs> Man, I, I can dig it. So what we'll do, uh, let's take a quick word from our sponsors, uh, Mr. Uh -huh. Frickles, the world famous, okay. and then we're going to come back and we're going to get into uh, a little bit more of this interview because uh, I want to hear more about this mix. We'll be right back. Yeah. So that was our, our um, yeah, that was our um, sponsor, man, Mr. Frickles, man. When I, you, you eat flavored pickles? I do. Look, but I saw look, this alcohol got, infused, so. Man, look, he got, he got um, <laughs> all kinds, apple, strawberries, but he got also uh, the alcohol ones, you know, for your, for your adults. Um, <laughs> and you can get them shipped. For the real grown people. Know? Yeah, and my thing is, I didn't know that you can ship some pickles. So, but boy, he got them shipping. Uh, so look for everybody, go to Mr. Frickles and look at your pickles www.frickles.com and grab you some flavored pickles, alcoholic pickles, any kind of pickles that you need. I'm, I'm gonna send you some. Look, I'm gonna talk to you and try to send you some of them too. Okay. Oh, he got them in Shreveport, though. Oh, really. Man, we popping in Shreveport. Look, look, look. Shreveport. Well, look, go to Brookshire's. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. We, we supposed to get them in Lomont. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so <laughs> let's say I have a company uh, and I'm not that upfront in the light person. Mm -hmm. How did you suggest that that person get information out to the business, kind of like what you're doing? And, um, can they do this successfully without attending an event like yours? Mm, I would say, like for me, I, I'm not an upfront person. I won't say that I'm not an upfront person, that I, I'm kind of shy. So this is also something stepping out, trying to get out of that shyness and be more confident. Um, the only thing that I would suggest is someone who, you know, is not an upfront person, if they have something that they want to do, your best critics would be your family and your friends. 
So do a small, intimate setting, have them there, present the information to them. That'll help build your confidence. Um, events online, can that be done successfully? I would say yes, um, because the state of the world we are in now, a lot of things have moved online virtually. Um, I would say they would still have some success, just get promote, 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 um, but also just being able to be in the in person where you can have those one-on-one conversations is also a great way to get your information out, word of mouth, yeah. Yeah. yourself. Uh, <laughs> I, I think about um, all the mixers uh, that Social Ghost used to have in Shreveport, and uh, they end up being like some pretty big mixers. But at the end of the day, you got to still have that courage to get out there and just put yourself out, you know? Right. I remember when I first started uh, doing the interviews, uh, man, I would go out. And I'll be there to interview, but I wouldn't even talk to nobody. I'd be like, man, I'm going to just chill, man. Just, I'm like, wait right. a minute, bro. You can't even talk to people. I'm going to sit right? back in the corner if yeah, they see me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, man, get yourself together, Junior. Uh, right. So, but, but, um, but like you say, it takes that courage. It takes that confidence. And also just that time to just understand what you bring to the table and how to throw it right. around a little bit. Right. Man, that is exactly. awesome. And so as, you, as you've been doing this for years, uh, you think about new, new, um, new business owners, new entrepreneurs. You know, I got, I got uh, Br- Brooklyn right here, um, and she just started um, a Brooks uh, Human Resource Company, right? So she helps people okay. uh, build up the back end of their companies. Just getting started. As people are doing that, what kind of packages are you seeing people buy as far as the services that they need from your company? Um, packages that I've seen people buy is mostly like the social media branding, um, marketing packages. Um, that helps a lot to get them, you know, branding out. <laughs> I've also saw another company that I work with. They do a lot of business plans. So they build business plans for people that also help promote and give them back in on their business. And that has helped some people as well. <sighs> That's it. And so then how do you how did you get all this? Like, how was this in the toolbox? I missed a few years. <laughs> just networking, just networking, yes. um, going to events, speaking to people, learning about what people have to offer, what they do mm-hmm. on their as their side business, what they do in yeah. real life. And that's how the connections happen to know who's who and who has what. Yeah. And you never know who you're talking to when you go to those events either. I looked at a video yesterday and the young lady, uh, she gave the guy a ride and she said, well, you can get in and my, my, um, but my car is smelly and dirty. And so got in and took him to meet his son who was dying. And after that, he came back and left like a bunch of notes on her car, but he also gave her a Tesla, you know? And so, um, but you just never knew she didn't know that from the beginning. So, you know, those are some of the things. But so like you say, get out there, have those conversations, build those networks. That's why I always say move in intention. Um, there are people out of here that move. They have intentions, but their intentions are always pure. So I feel like when you operate in love and peace and from the heart and you really want to help people, your blessings are going to come and you are going to be successful. So that's why I always say be intentional in everything you do and it is nice. going to work for you nice nice so coming from Shreveport, louisiana um i would say we 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 are beginning to live out our dreams regardless of what the earlier years look like right, right? 
So <laughs> in the schoolhouse, I talked to my boys club. I talked to my girls club. Um, and I always like to just leave tidbits for them as they have their conference. Maybe I'm, I'm going to put a clip together for them. So just asking you as somebody who's came from that space where you're inside of your head, um, we know what it was like for us growing up to where we are now. What do you say to young ladies who believe that they can't do what you're doing? And I would tell them, keep pushing. You can do it. No matter what it looks like. Again, like I said earlier, if it's something, it's on your heart constantly. You go to sleep thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. You have that passion. You can build on it. I always say if you can vision it, you can do it. It's there for you to do. Build on that. Get a group of positive people around you that will help push you. When you're not feeling your best, those people are going to be around to help pick you up. Um, get a mentor if you have to. If you don't feel confident yet, if it's something in that area, it's somebody's willing to help let you shadow whatever um volunteer your services that's going to help build the confidence that you need um also never be afraid to talk to somebody about how you're feeling we're in a black community we always have this stigma about mental health and going to seek counseling life coaches get it that's how i am where i am i sought a counselor and they helped me clear out some things and that's why i'm in a better headspace to move forward with what i'm doing is don't be ashamed. Get the help that you need. Someone is always willing there to help you. If I can give you some positive thoughts to help you move forward, I'm here. I don't mind talking and listening to anyone. Keep pushing. You can do it. It's there for a reason. Man, I love that. And so now give us the information uh, for the event one more time. All right. So again, the event is A Industry Networking Mixer. You can go to a Nicole, A-N-Y-K-O-H-L, entertainmentgroup.com. There is an event link. You can get tickets. Tickets are free, but you can go to the site, get more information about that. I am on Facebook at Erin Nicole, E-R-I-N-N-I-C-O-L-E, and I am on IG at A-R-Y-N-N-Y-K-O-H-L. You'll see all about the information. We have several sponsors. We have performers that I'm excited about. The panel speakers are just amazing. I cannot wait to hear the information that they have. And also, we'll have some sounds by DJ Steve Nice of K104. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Man, that is awesome. And so what kind of panels? Talk to us a little bit about that. So the panel, we have Roche Moore of More Production. She is a filmmaker. We have Calvin J. Walker. He's also a filmmaker. We have Raquel Belt. She's a creative director. We have Dee Davis. She is a, I call her a celebrity stylist, but fashion, she does it all. Um, she has some great work out there. Um, we have, who am I forgetting? <laughs> I'm forgetting somebody I know. We have um, Kim Sandiford, and we also have Maria Gardner of my NAB Film family. They will also be there to drop a few tidbits as well. Mm, so this is if you want to get into entertainment and you got anything popping so that we're talking actors models actors, models we Man. have some some photographers will have some modeling agencies in the building some talent agencies in the building so you like i say you never know who you're talking to comedians singers rappers everybody just yeah. come on out and enjoy 
it's some information there. Man, I'm gonna have to go on this. I, I, I have to get down into the date or something for this here, man. Right, this July 11th, <laughs> Sunday at 1 p.m. Yes. at Chocolate Lounge exclusive. I love that, man. I love that. Well, thank you for for taking some time out. Um, I really was uh, excited, you know, to get you on, uh, so that we can talk about the event, but more over just talk about the growth of uh, that you've mm -hmm. been doing, uh, man. Because you know it's, it's a lot, and so I've seen you win during this time. I've seen you lose during this time, mm -hmm. and yet here you go. Here I go. Here I am winning. You know, that's cool, it's a good man. Feeling, Watch so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good feeling. Well, look, this is what I'm gonna say. You tell Tristan um, <laughs> that he need to pull up. I, I need to see y'all next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to say thank you again. Uh, we look forward to um, sharing. And um, good luck on the event. You know, good luck on everything you got going. All right. Thank well, you. Thank you for you. taking some time. All right. That'll do. It All for right. Us. Hey. This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 Is that right? <laughs>